Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott, and I'm your host. I'm a transformational leader and an instigator of joy, and I use human design, intuition, and professional coaching to help people relax into their true essence so they can experience more ease, abundance, and joy. Happy 2022. Welcome to this brand new year, at least in traditional calendar. The new year doesn't actually start in human design until January 22nd. So this period, these first few weeks of January, they're really just the time to like kind of catch our breaths. We got a preview of new year. Okay. Okay. Now let's reflect on 2021. Let's get ourselves ready for the fresh start. But in these next few weeks, there's still going to be some stuff that we're going to shed some stuff. We're going to release. There's going to be a whole lot of epiphanies. So we are ready to create the new starting in the new year, human design wise. So anyway, the traditional calendar says we are in 2022 and welcome, 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 welcome. I just realized that that means that I've been doing this podcast for five and a half years. If I've counted correctly, that just seems absurd. Five and a half years is a really, really long time. If you've been listening the whole time, holy moly, thank you so much. And if you are brand new starting at this episode, welcome. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy it. Please remember to subscribe and do all the things, share with your friends, all of that. Welcome. Let's start out with delightful surprises. This is what the greater consciousness told us to look out for in December. And it was our training ground to be in the magical light energy, light, I mean, actual like visible light of the holiday season and to find that, that easy place to find miracles, you know, Santa season, it's so filled with magic to be in that place and find the delightful surprises. So we could train in that energy so that when it isn't Santa season, we can still find the delightful surprises. So let me share my delightful surprises from a couple of days ago. In one day, I went outside to greet the day early in the morning. And not only were the lemon blossoms out on our lemon tree and it smells so delicious. I just want to drink it up. I I'm absolutely obsessed with the smell, but then there was this little burrowing owl. I looked it up. I don't know owls that well, but they look like miniature hawks. And he was just sitting on the, on the fence in the back corner of our yard. It turns out, yeah, they're burrowing. So they live in the ground and they have a really high CO2 tolerance with carbon dioxide because they live underground. I just think that was pretty cool. Okay. So there was the owl. And then after riding my bike with friends, my friend returned a bunch of books. I had lent her pre pandemic and added three or so more that I haven't even heard of, which is so exciting because books are kind of my love language. And then, then I got an email from a listener to this podcast. Shout out to Jess. I haven't had a chance to email you back yet, but holy moly, that was a delightful surprise. I love hearing from listeners. I think I've told you guys before, I do not look at the numbers, nor have I ever looked at numbers or any sort of statistics, or I don't even know what's available for this podcast. So I kind of assume no one's listening. So when I do hear from somebody, it's 
like there's first the, you listened. And then there's, it just makes my four lines so happy, which is that deep connection with other humans and just getting to hear about other people's magic and their bravery. And Jess, you are a total rock star. And I am so honored to hear your story. Thank you so much for sharing it with me. So a couple orders of business before we get into this episode with Ginny Gain. First, I wanted to let you know that mini sessions are in fact continuing. I had an absolute blast doing these throughout the month of December, and I have decided to continue them. And also I will soon be accepting more clients for long-term coaching sessions. So stay tuned to my website, kelseyabbott.com for all the details. I'm actually going to commit to mini sessions and put them up on the website. But as always, if you want to know all the things, get on my newsletter list. And you can do that in so many different ways on my website. But one of those ways is if you don't already have your human design chart, you can get it for free from me at my website. If you already have your chart, you're all set with that. You can sign up in a bunch of other places on my website, kelseyabbott.com. Now, let's talk about this conversation with Ginny. Let's talk about Ginny Gain. She is completely magical. She calls herself a law of attraction coach. I'm just going to go ahead and say she's more of an alignment coach. For more than a decade, Ginny Gain has been empowering women around the world to transform mediocre lives into experiences of true abundance, joy, and love through leveraging principles of the law of attraction. Ginny and I had such a ridiculous amount in common, and we had so much fun together. I think there's some real magic in here for all of you. And I tried to ask a lot of the questions I get from people when it comes to manifesting. Most commonly people are asking me about how to manifest money. So I asked Ginny all the questions about manifesting money and we talked about them. So I hope this episode serves you well. Of course, if you need to learn more from Ginny, go check her out and listen to her podcast. She's currently doing a money series. I think it's a 13 week money series on there. It's called manifest it now. All right. That's all I have for you today. I love you. You are amazing. You are a miracle. Go out there and find your delightful surprises and share them with me. Share them with each other. Do your thing. Shine your light. Be a weirdo. Find your energy leaks. Plug them up. Live in alignment. Be your awesome, amazing self and go forth and be awesome. Jenny, I am so excited to have this conversation. I feel like the universe, like you shoved me pretty hard to be like this one. You need to connect with this one. Have we shown you all the reasons why you need to connect with this one? Yeah. I love the alignments. Like I love connecting with someone and being like, oh yeah, hey, our husbands are both from Canada and hey, like we both love to bike and all these little things. Also, I love like your initial resistance to manifesting in law of attraction. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, I shouldn't, it, like based on past history, I always, I read every pitch that comes my way, but yeah, I kind of wouldn't have, oh, yeah, law of attraction. Mm-mm. And something yeah. made me like, 
I need to look at this one. I need to That's know so more. Cool. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. She lives like three hours away, but she's Canadian. And then she rides bikes. She, mm-hmm. She's got to do epic sit- shit. I can't. She's got yeah. a camper. <laughs> Love and, it. And you have adorable dogs. I do. They are so sweet. Yes. So welcome. Thank you. You're going to find this hilarious. Actually, it was like maybe five years ago. And I was going through some sort of like, just getting clear about what I want. And I was working with someone and someone, or I read something online that was talking about manifesting, like traditional, what I consider old school manifesting of like going for the things. And it just brought up this like intense, it was still inspiration, but I, and I'm like, just write this down, like get it out. And I opened a Google doc (laughs) and the top of it was like, fuck manifesting. (laughs) And I wrote, I'm like, I just wrote and wrote. It's not about this. Blah, 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 blah. It was like this big, like outpouring, but I didn't end up using the, the copy until a couple of years later, but it came out at that time, which was really cool. I love that. I love that you still had it. Yeah. And cause it, when it was actually someone, my, I have a podcast called manifest it now. And I co-host it with another woman, Cassie. And she was like, Hey, remember you went and wrote that a couple of years ago. That feels like what this is now. And I'm like, Oh yeah. And that's how it came up. So how did you get into coaching law of attraction? This I'm is a big use question. the M word. I know. Like, <laughs> I just like share the piece that you want to share. Okay. So it'll give me, I'll give like the gist of it is like, I've always loved and cared so much about human potential and personal growth and living our best life. And then, so when I was growing up and going through all those formative years, I mean, every year's formative, but figuring out who I am and what I want to do, I had no direction and I did not have a clear path. And I kind of just like floated around and it was just, you know, I was traveling, I was trying this job, that job, school, whatever. But I always, always knew I'm like, I want to do something I love. I do not want to waste my life doing something that doesn't mean something to me, like doesn't feel connected to who I am, which I didn't even know who I was. So it was challenging. (laughs) And when I was traveling in Australia, Australia solo for a year, I came across my first like Abraham Hicks book. And then it was like a mix uh, missing piece. I was like, Oh, cause I had all read lots of self-help stuff and spiritual growth things and everything. And I'm like, oh, this makes so much sense. It's like the, I love the vibrational explanation of how things work, why things work, why we're getting what we're getting. And if we want something different that we can focus in a way to create that, and it doesn't have to be struggle or hard work. And so it just like clicked and I was like done. And I started like practicing it. My life got definitely better, more aligned and things started. I noticed things starting to fall into place, which is the cool part, right? Of conscious creation. If you're not conscious of it, it's less, way less fun (laughs) because we're all, we're all creating our lives. So, um, then it was a few years later, I was just having a conversation with a friend and she was like, Hey, you're basically my law of attraction coach. And I was like, what the frick does that even mean? Like I can get paid to help people understand this and apply this in their life. And I'm like, yes, sign me up. How do I do this? What is this? And then I took a coaching course and then the rest is history. It all just keeps getting better and better, but it was very aligned for me. It was like, soon as that answer was there and I knew this was an option, I'm like, yeah, this is what I want to do. 
I didn't, I I didn't even know actually what it meant, but I knew I wanted to do it. (laughs) I love that. I, I'm curious when you were a little kid, what did you say you wanted to be when you grew up? (laughs) A WNBA player. (laughs) How'd that work out for you? I was not good enough. (laughs) Did you play basketball though? Yeah, I played in college. Well, there you go. Yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. Um, I just wasn't, I just thought because it was like this, the same idea, right? Like getting paid to do what you love. And I knew I loved sports. I love athletics. And so that seemed like the the right thing, (laughs) the thing that fit. I totally feel you. I, yeah. I wanted to be what an did, Olympian. My, awesome. um, I was gonna ask. my dad wanted me to be a professional golfer. <clears throat> that piece didn't work out so well. I did not. That wasn't what I loved at all. What did you, what sport in Olympian for what? So it, well, I was, I grew up as a competitive swimmer and then I played water polo. So I was open to either of those. Oh, and then okay. after college, I discovered triathlon. I'm like, well, I'm open to this one too. Yes. And you haven't, is that still in the vision? It's no, because I went through a couple of years of being like, I'd like to maybe not even a couple of years, maybe a year of like, I want to be a pro triathlete. And then realizing, oh, I actually like my work in the world is what I do. Mm -hmm. It's, it's this work. It's the coaching. It's the human design. Mm -hmm. And I still like what I wanted about being a pro triathlete is getting to train really hard, like keep exploring my potential, train when I want to train. And I get to do that. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And I don't have to think of the sport as like how I'm going to make enough money to eat. Yes. So I like this direction. Yeah. That's a beautiful example, actually, of how we have goals or we have dreams or ideas for ourselves but it's not actually the thing we want. It's the experience of it. Mm. Like the being the, if the goal was a pro triathlete and if you just went for that and that and that, and you didn't like step back and realize, Oh, I have what I want. What I really want is the experience of this train whenever I want work hard. Oh, I have that. I manifested that it didn't come in the form or the details I thought it did, but it's here. And okay. So now what? (laughs) Exactly. I see it even in, Um, the way the universe just nudges us in certain directions. Like I studied psychology in college, but I was like, I don't want to be a therapist. I don't want to be telling people what's wrong with them and fixing them. That doesn't resonate with me. And then it was like, I don't know, like almost 15 years later that Mm -hmm. I discovered coaching. And I'm like, oh, this, I loved being a marine biologist. And then I loved all the other things I did in between marine biology and coaching. But I just like, I needed time for, for coaching to even become a thing. Yes. You needed to. Yeah, exactly. The universe kind of had to wait for that. I almost feel like saying the universe had to catch up, but that happens all the time with timing of manifestations is like, we know. And just like you said, you can feel it in you and you know, it's not coming tomorrow, but you know, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as I told you before we hit record, I know I feel things early and that's part yes. of like, that's part of my design. That's part of everything. Yeah. So I always, ha- when it's for me, it makes it. So when I feel like this month of December, I really feel like something is coming. Cool. And that's the best feeling. I love that. It feeling. is. And when it's for me, I'm like every day, I'm like, is today the day? Okay, cool. Yeah, it's not, but maybe it's tomorrow. But when it's like for someone else, when I feel something like, oh, you're supposed to do this for your work, mm-hmm. or like, oh, this is coming for you. And 
they're still not seeing it (laughs) for like months and months and months, then it feels frustrating. But when it's for me, it's exciting. Yeah. I actually love that too, with my clients, how, and they've learned now from me because I'm, they'll share something and I'm just like, oh, they're like, I know you're going to be excited about this growth, about this pain. And I'm like, I know, because I know what's coming from it. And, but it's actually cool because that you see that happen enough times. And I lead like a group of women and they see it happening in each, in each other's lives. And then, so when they're going through it, they're like, okay, I know, I know what's coming from this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Okay. Can we talk about that rant, that fuck manifestation? What? Just yes. ready, go. <laughs> so I'm a little removed from that now, but the essence is still there. And it's just, it's, we're not here for stuff, you know? And like this obsession with getting there or getting the thing is so backwards. It's all based in, I mean, there's so many directions we can go with this, but we're not here to fit into a box and we're not here to meet society's expectations of what we should accomplish or do. And I heard this on another podcast I was on. I I don't remember the host, but she was saying, we are human beings. We're not human doings. We're not here to get and to do, 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 to get accomplished, accomplished, accomplished. That is a part. That is a wonderful, perfect, playful part of our experience. But if that drives you, you're missing the essence of life. Like you're missing, we're here to grow and be and play and experience and have fun and joy and expand. And we get stuff. Stuff is a part of that, but it is not the goal. And we are so focused on like so many of us are so focused on getting a certain amount of money, a certain shape in our body, a certain look, a certain partner at a certain, at the right time. Like (laughs) we have all these external conditions, which we are putting on the way our life should be. And it just absolutely squashes our potential to experience joy. Mm. How's that for you? (laughs) That was really good. That was really good. Say more about how it squashes our potential to experience joy. So our joy comes from within it's Mm -hmm. our joy come does not come from outside. And this is when you're, you know, consciously manifesting and leveraging the law of attraction. This is what it's all about is we're not trying to get the outside thing to feel how we want to feel we're going to focus and train our mind in a way and our being in a way that creates the feeling inside the experience we want inside. And then the law of attraction effortlessly brings us the details and the conditions that match. So when we try to do it backwards, which is how we're taught, which is through action and it's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with it. There's no judgment, no blame, anything. It's just, we are where we are we will always be wherever we are on our path. And so just notice where you are. And if you want something different saying to yourself, okay, how can I create this inside me first before needing the outside to change for me to feel a way, right. To feel a certain way. So that reminds me of like the very first coaching exercise I learned in coaching school, which is, it's one of those ones that just feels like such a super duh It's okay. What do you want? Yeah. How will you feel when you, when you get there? Yeah. Okay. How can you feel that now? 
I know so easy. That was like literally the first, you know, when you put out a free thing for people, yeah. three simple steps. What do you want? How does it feel? How can you feel that? Yep. Exactly. How and can that's you feel? Like right this amazing, second. It's an amazing place to start for anyone being introduced to this. It's also an amazing thing to come back to because when you're on this path for so long and you get, you know, go deeper and deeper and pulled in all these different things, sometimes just coming back to, Hey, what do you really want? How does it feel? And off by that time, you can, you can often just activate a feeling through the awareness of it. And it can be that simple. It can be that simple. Yeah. And we get to skip over the, what do you want in some cases to just say, how do you want to feel? Yes. And that that's, often what now when I'm like asking clients or like I'm like what do you really want they're like to feel joy (laughs) to feel peace and it's always a good it's always a fun step to notice yeah absolutely so what do you want to say to the all the people who are trying to manifest their ideal clients who are trying to invest us or manifest a certain amount of money or the new house or the new puppy or anything What do you say to people like that? Well, your desires are meant for you. They are important part of you manifesting them, but they don't require you to do so much work. So most, most, most often is like, we, we think we're the ones that are doing the work of manifesting. We're not the ones doing the work. We don't have to try to manifest something it already vibrationally exists by the fact that you can like catch the thought of your desire. So it already exists in vibrational form. And the best thing you can do to have it physically manifest. So if it's more clients, more money is to manage your, what I like to say, your vibrational environment. Like you get yourself to the place of feeling light and feeling successful and feeling abundant and feeling in that flow, whatever that takes. And that's the place, what you want can come through. So instead of thinking of what you need to do to manifest this thing or what I need to think about to manifest that thing, because even thinking is a doing, right? We want to get into the place of being and just be in the energy, be the space for it to manifest. And so that really takes away as soon as we remember what's actually happening that the law of attraction is the one doing the work, doing the manifesting. And we just have to like, and I say, we just have to do this a lot. It takes effort. It takes energy and intention and work, but the work is on is not on manifesting. It's on creating this internal and the alignment in you. So that's the stuff that we want to focus on. And then, and once you, once you experience that, like I just had a story this morning, this happens all the time. It never gets old. One of my clients was sharing how she was at work or she was at home and she just like had this craving for these like certain kind of chocolates. And she's like, oh, that'd be so fun. Five minutes later, her husband comes in the door she hears bags and she's like, oh my gosh. And she runs over. She like forgets to say hi to him. And she's like, what's in the bags? <laughs> and like he had brought home a gift from one of her clients because she's a physician and it was those exact chocolates. And it's like, that's how easy manifesting can be like, that's the potential. It's not, doesn't have to be, okay, I have to, I must focus on these kind of chocolates and I must feel like the feeling inside me. Like it's not so much work. 
<laughs> that feels so hard. Yeah. So much efforting mm-hmm. and controlling the, the process or the how. Mm. Um, I want to make sure we touch on this little yeah. tidbit that so many people he- think of old school manifesting says, oh my God, don't think of anything negative <laughs> or watch your thoughts. Cause that's gonna like make ne- it's going to block your manifestations or it's going to make negativity come your way. What's the truth there? Yeah. So I really, that's not true. That's false. <laughs> um, that's actually one of the ways a lot of manifestors get off on their path. I totally did this. I thought I'm like, I have to be all positive and that's how I get what I want. And I, I did a great job at that, but once you get to a certain point and then you're ignoring what's negative, you can't go any deeper. So you can like manifest a certain level of stuff and and superficial things in your life, but we want things in our life because of the journey. We want the, we're called to the thing in order to walk the path of becoming that person. And for the bigger things, we have to grow more. We have to become more of who we really want to be. And that requires depth. And that requires not, we have to, I don't want to say look at the negative or anything, but when we are ignoring what doesn't feel good, we're actually resisting. We're in a state of resistance. So I really like to talk about this in terms of like resistance versus allowing. And if we have a negative, if we, the difference is a negative thought versus a negative emotion. We, it's very important to be, to, to, as much as we possibly can be choosing an allowing state. So an allowing state of being means like we kind of, if you think of yourself as just being open and flowing and letting things flow through. So if we have a thought come in that is like, uh, feels negative, like, what if I can't do that? What if I can't get enough good clients? And we have like a strong negative emotion attached to that. And then in our mind, we're like, nope, I can only think positive. I can only think that it's possible for me when we actually don't feel that way. We're out of integrity with ourself. We're not, that's the opposite of alignment. And, and that emotion, that negative emotion, which carries an energetic frequency just gets stuck in us. And so it builds up and it builds up. And then, then all of a sudden we, we, you know, have a breakdown or we have a, we get really fearful about something, but it's because we haven't been acknowledging and, or been allowing these negative emotions, which are low frequencies to flow through us. Mm. And in, yes, it does. And it's brilliant and beautiful. And in human design, there's a difference between feelings and emotions. Feelings mm-hmm. are a result of thoughts. And emotions are totally disconnected. Yeah. So only people with emotional authority actually have their own emotions and they come from the universe. Like the universe is like, I'm going to give you this. And it's basically, you feel a negative emotion. And if you're like trying to decide if something's for you, I had an experience last week where I was invited to be on this summit. And I was like, I said, yes, with a few caveats. I woke up at 3 a.m. wide awake. (laughs) furious. I wasn't angry at the person. I wasn't angry at myself. I was just angry. Like I was just angry. And it was like a, Oh, this is a, no, this is, this is a, don't go this way, Kelsey. And so are those negative emotions. And, and then if, if I had woken up like super 
happy and overflowing with joy, it would have been like, this is such a yes. Yeah. With those negative emotions and positive emotions, those emotions can guide us as well. Yes. That's really cool. I have yet to like fully wrap my head around that, but it's like home about the feeling and emotion. I, I can kind of grasp it, but I was I'm back in Canada visiting my family a few months ago. And my brother had said something to me, to me, you know, there's a difference between a feeling and emotion. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And like, we had this like intense discussion about it. And I'm like, and that opened the door since then. Um, and I had remember being that information coming up before, because in law of attraction and basic things, you use your emotions as your guidance system, right? But one of the biggest challenges with that is, are your emotions coming through your, you know, conditioned filter? So how do I know if this emotion is guide, if this is like, emotion is guiding me in which direction? Because is it coming from fear? Is it coming from what's real, you know? Mm -hmm. And actually human design. So people either have emotional authority or any other kind of authority, people with emotional authority, direct like injection of emotions from the universe. Everybody else feels and amplifies our emotions. So those emotions aren't meant to guide them because they're actually feeling someone else's. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. And so it's such, I mean, one of the, I think the most foundational skill to have on this path, any sort of conscious path is your awareness, right? Like is your awareness of what's going on inside you right now? How are you reacting to this? Why are you reacting to that? What does that mean for you? Where does that meaning come from? Like there's so many like self-reflective questions that you get to ask yourself and know about how you are. And I think that's probably like a really amazing thing of human design is that help. it's a a format that helps you understand yourself. Exactly. It's, and you talked about Abraham Hicks being like the missing piece kind of for me, human design was, I'd already been coaching for a bunch of years and I found human design and I was like, Oh, this, this is, this is the piece that was missing that I didn't know was missing. Yeah. And then I find like the, the more, one of the most like beautiful things about this path, no matter, wait, I want to say this first, there's so many ways and perfect ways to walk this path that we're talking about. Like there's not one right way for anyone. And it's all about just taking, like listening to us talk and like, oh yeah, I like that. And I don't like that. And I like that. Or listening to another podcast, like and pulling what's for you, because what is for you really resonate, will resonate with you at that soul level at like that kind of core level. And, you know, it's not a thing that happens up in your head. It's not like, is that good? Is that bad? Blah, blah, blah. Not that duality part. It's the, is this for me? And you just, you know, and you get to choose your whole path like that, your whole life, you get to choose like that. Is this for me? Is this truth for me? So my company is called live your truth. And that is what it's about. It's like, choose it first. What do you want? Like find out what it is, understand you have the power to choose. Then like people, most people don't realize the amount of choice we have, even accepting anything you accept in your reality on some level, you are accepting as true for you. Right. 
So we attract what we are. If we believe we are safe, we attract safety. If we believe we are successful, we attract success. If we believe we are a failure, we attract failure. Like, and it's not, we believe what we think. It's, we believe what we are. I mean, sorry, we attract what we are, meaning who are we being? What do we believe to be true about ourselves? The attractions coming from like your, your, your vibrational makeup, not what you think, which what you think is a part of that, but you know. So for people who are listening, they're like, wait, but, but what should I think? Right. What, what do you tell them? I mean, that's what, what, what should they think about what? Like, let's walk through maybe something more specific. I know. Um, they want to make more money. Okay. That's a pretty common one. Yeah. So, dep- you know, it honestly depends where you are. We, the abundance that, and I always start with abundance because before, because so we have a vibrational relationship with every subject in the world. We have a vibrational relationship with abundance, with money, and those are often, so money is more specific version of abundance. And like we were talking about before, the more specific we get, the, oftentimes the more resistance comes in, like vibrational resistance, the more limiting beliefs about how it is and what's possible. So I always, always, always start with abundance because when you have something, a subject that's resistant in your life, you want to speak generally about it as general as possible. And that means like finding thoughts about that subject that feel good and are true. You cannot lie. This is not about pretending. You can't trick yourself into something. Wait, so but Ginny, people say you're supposed to be <laughs> super specific. <laughs> so the more specific you are, the more opportunity for doubt to come in. And so doubt or any resistance of any sort, any sort of limiting beliefs. And so something manifests because you have a desire and then you have pure alignment with it. You have pure vibrational alignment with it. The thing that gets in the way is any resistant thoughts or emotions that are in you. So if you, you can do this test with yourself, like we can just do it right now. What feels, so when you say, I want to make a million dollars, I want to make a million dollars, period. Versus I want to make a million dollars this year. So you have like two weeks, (laughs) like what feels like, what do you, what statement do you resonate? Is there more resonance with? Oh, that's so good. I know for me, you add the, the second one that this year, and I feel my whole body contract. Right. And that's how, you know, right. That's how, you know, resistance is so our job is to just then find the statements that about what we want that feel good and true, feel open. And if there's a thought you have about something you want, and it feels like that contraction, that's a really good sign for you to go more general about it. And that it's just an example, the more specific we get. And usually when we add time is a huge one that brings in limiting or resistance and and like the amount, the number of, if we're talking about money. And so how much do you believe, like, like we can talk about very general statements about money. Like there's so much money in the world that feels great. Like, and that's true. There's, 
so much money in this world. Money is moving around everywhere all the time. There has been so much money flow in and out of my life. Like all of these statements are true and real and feel good, right? There's no tension. There's no resistance with those statements. So if we keep our thoughts on statements that are like that, we don't have to get more specific than that. More and more and more and more money will come. And if there is resistance along the way, like if, if we are holding a limiting belief, say, I don't, I, I need to work hard to make money, something that's a common one. Um, it will show up in our life. Like our life will present us with an opportunity where then we feel that resistance and that's our opportunity to release it and choose something new. So that's why we don't like have to fix all our limiting beliefs about money before we make money. We can just start focusing where we are on thoughts that feel good. Life will naturally bring us what we're meant to move through. We don't have to fix the problem until it's like in the moment right in front of us. Mm. So we don't have to like preemptively prevent ourselves from feeling hard feelings. <laughs> Are you asking? So you're asking sarcastically. <laughs> yeah, I am asking very sarcastically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, of course not. Um, and that's one of like protecting the idea of protecting yourself, right? That's resistance. If you feel you need to protect yourself, you're resisting. There's nothing you need to protect. Like you're the, in the most, the most inner part of you is safe and whole, complete, perfect. And if you try to protect it, it's all just coming from the mind. It's all that fear made up stuff that that's, that's all the conditioned mind. Mm. Yeah. So you're, you're protecting your, your conditioning. Yeah, that's true. You're protecting like your costume essentially. Yes. Yes. Mm. Your but it's interesting what you just said, like it's coming from the mind. And I know you said that conditioned mind, but also in human design, all the truth lives in the body. Wisdom lives yes. in our body. Our heads are just for decoration and, and math problems. Yeah. And a few other things, but really <laughs> figuring out the details of plans. Yeah. Yeah. Most of it comes from our bodies. So is it this, do you subscribe to the same um, thing? Truth in our I bodies? I love the, I use the uh, term like your inner body. And then that's like our inner body, which is like the, the vibrational part of us, which connects us to like the non-physical or the spirit part of us. And then we have our physical self. Mm -hmm. Is that the same? Yeah. Okay. Same, same different words. Same. Yep. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. This I love it. Like all of the things are the same. Like, no, I, there's always a core of something in all the teachings. Yeah. Yeah. I want to back up to when you first discovered Abraham Hicks. Yeah. What did you then just like perform tons of experiments? Um, you know, the first time I did experiments, because again, I was never really interested in manifesting things. I mm -hmm. wanted the life I wanted my dream life. I wanted to do what I love, be financially free, travel the world, be in love, be in an amazing vital body. Like that's, I wanted the whole thing. And I didn't want anything less. <laughs> I wait, can you just say that again? Cause that was such a powerful list. And I can tell that even you've, you know, that, that, that just came from your soul. Yeah. Yeah. I, what do you, I just, I so know you wanted to like be in love, feel financially free. Oh yeah. Travel the world, do what I love, be in love, have the vital body. I just, I wanted it 
all because there's just a part of me that knows we're here for it all. Mm -hmm. Like we're not just here to have, I don't believe, and this is a mental thing, but there's some sort of knowing thing that's like, abundance is the truth and abundance is the core of who we are. And we're here for abundance and we're not here for lack. Like when we just, it's everywhere around us. When we look at how abundant our, our nature is, the world is right. Even if we go big, big picture and we talk about like cycles of life and, and death and birth and like, there's so much there's some sort of cycle or divinity, this thing that like life that's flowing through everything that is, there's so much goodness there. You cannot deny. And that's the core of, of everything that exists, that energy. So I just, I think there's, we're here for the goodness. We're here for all that goodness. We are. Yeah. We're going to have stuff on our way on, you know, on our path, but that's, that's part of the fun Mm -hmm. eventually. Yeah, I figure I feel like that's part of earth school. That's part of like the PhD program. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's really cool. Like you get to a place in your growth where the uncomfortable stuff like becomes really fun. Mm -hmm. Like I can sit in it. I can sit in it now, the uncomfort and the growth and be like, oh, this is I I want this in the midst of the uncomfort. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm there right now and I hurt my shoulder yesterday, Uh, two days ago. And I'm like, Oh, this, this follows the theme. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here it is. Kelsey, can you just allow? Yeah. Can you allow? Like it's for you. That's a big thing I I subscribe to. Like what happens is for you and there's value in things that happen. Mm -hmm. And I know some, it's harder to accept that when there's big, very, big traumatic things happening. Yes. But the most important thing is that's not the time to try to <laughs> do anything. That is the time to love and be compassionate and not try to figure anything out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's all then part of this curriculum of 2021 for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Flow <laughs> through the big, big, heavy trauma. Yeah. Learn from that, you know, experience it and then it's this deep level of allowing, 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 softening, softening. And remember the lessons from 2020 of you can heal yourself. Yeah. Um, and we never get it done. Like there's no end to, I think it comes back, kind of ties back to what we were talking a little bit about, like accomplishing and doing. And if we never, stop doing because if we stop doing we're dead like we're done this life so we we never get to the end of accomplishing so if we need to accomplish things to feel peaceful or feel successful we're going to be in that state of like seeking the whole our whole life and so it's if we just chill and relax along the way it makes the journey so much nicer and that's actually that vibration that state of being where you're relaxed and you're enjoying your journey is the quickest path to getting to the place you want to be. But once you get to the place you want to be and everybody, all my clients know this, they get there and then like, they want something else. That's just, that's how it works. It's the nature. Yeah. And you hear about people who aren't doing the work, who will get, go into severe depression after they get the thing, like they finish their Ironman or 
they get the big job or whatever it is. And then they're like, oh, now what? It was now who am that. I? Yes. Yeah. Because when your identity is attached to what you do and then you, you feel like you're done the doing or you've accomplished what you thought that now you have to reassess who you are, where are you going to get your sense of self from? That's something I learned, um, shortly after I finished coaching school, I was working with a lot of athletes and learned that a lot of collegiate athletes had this after school, who am I? I'm like officially not an athlete. Yeah. If you tune into Eckhart Tolle's work at all, he talks about like how we have, we play roles, like an athlete's a role, a mom's a role, um, the student teacher, whatever coach, we're all, it's all roles. It doesn't, it's not who we are. Right. It's like, it's like a, a role we play. Absolutely. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm now playing the role of someone with straight hair and I'm so distracted by this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said is my hairstyle is blue dry my hair after cutting it today. I was like, it's like wearing a costume and I keep seeing oh, it. I love how you put your hair back after you got it done. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't, well, I needed to eat and I was like, I don't know how to eat with this stuff around my I face do that all the time there's an athlete for you. I know we, it's like seeing somebody running with their hair down. I actually can't look. I can't handle it. You don't know what's going on. No, I don't. I, she's got to be really hot in there and she's so going to choke on her hair. It's just, dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so Jenny, what, what lights you up? What makes you feel like joy is just overflowing out of your body? Well, that's an interesting question. Cause I'm really playing with, I, I can name a whole load of external things, but what is really lighting me up these days is feeling that like radiant joy for no reason, because mm-hmm. it's like going on me. So feeling the connection to my inner self and then like, just feeling all that joy bubble up. And it's, and it's like just one of my favorite things It used to happen really easily when I was just going for walks, I go for walks in the morning. And, you know, I'm sure you've experienced it. You're just like, oh, that's, that's so beautiful. Oh, that's so pretty. Oh, I'm so happy. Right. But it's like really de- It's not because of anything. And I think that's one of the, one of my favorite feelings. That's what lights me up is when people, well, feeling that within myself, it also feels like a new level. Like I'm opening to something newer and more consistent in that place, which is exciting but something else that lights me up is just witnessing people come into their truth for themselves, like realize their power, realize that all of this is available to them, that you don't need to be special. You just need to make choice after choice after choice and have the desire and have the willingness. And it's available to ever to anyone. And what happens when you, as they come into their truth, what happens to them? What I happens mean, for they, them? It's almost like they bloom, you know, you're feeling the you feel your sense of power. You feel connected to life. You feel connected to your purpose. You know why you're here. You know who you are. There's like this sense of groundedness. And then from there, you get to see your relationships transform around you. You get to see money flow in easily and it's awesome. And then we celebrate it and it's fun, but it's also like, it's not needed. It's like getting the trophy after you've won the Ironman when you know you just did your best race and you're like, yeah, the trophy's awesome. I don't even know if they give trophies, medals. <laughs> no, I know exactly what you're talking about to the but person you... who's tried to give all of her medals away. Right. <laughs> but you just ran the race. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what you get from this work. Exactly. And you get the medal. You get the medal and you can give your medals away. They give them to kids who are battling illnesses. Oh, cool. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the being versus doing, being a mm-hmm. human being instead of a human doing, instead of a human getting. For the people that are, for some people, I think they're going to hear those words, but not be able to like embody them or truly understand them. Like doing is, how do you not do? How do you be? So what, what, what do you say? I'll give an example because one, the place that I found this in myself the most, and I think it comes up the most with my clients is the constant list of things we have to do, like in a day or in it's, you know, it runs through our head and we often sometimes will even wake up and say, okay, what am I going to do today? Right? Like that's, it's, we're just conditioned. What do I have to do today? And that's actually how it usually comes out. What do I have to do today? And the second we approach life like that, life isn't ours. It's like, we are beating to someone else's drum and that doesn't, it's never going to feel good because we're at our core free. We're meant to be empowered. And so making this transition to that, it can be as simple as that is saying, what am I going to choose to do today versus what do I have to do today? Cause we still always have a choice. And I always use this example. It's kind of silly, but if you have kids and it's like, I don't want to make them dinner. It's like, well, I do want them to eat, you know, <laughs> it's like, or I want, I want to nourish my kids. And so it's just kind of finding your choice in those things that you feel like you have to do. Um, but event, so this is a thing when, when we can switch from doing to being instead of going through the motions of life and checking the boxes. Like that's all like a, okay, got to do the laundry check, got to wash the dishes, got to get the kids to school. We're not present with like our life. We can't possibly be in our life. And so maybe at the end of the day, that's when life feels busy and it feels hectic. And we just, we are not in our manifesting power because we're not present with how we're feeling in those moments. We're just doing them because they are things that need to get done. How we shift into being is starting to pay attention to. So yeah, we still have all those things we need to do, but what if we said, how do I want to be in that action? How do I want to feel when I wash the dishes? How do I want to feel when I drive the kids to school? How do I want to feel when I do the laundry and start to then pay attention to the internal experience instead of just the external experience. And we can, we can, we start to just develop that awareness of what's going on inside us because that's how we start to manage what's going on inside us is by having that first, that foundational awareness Um, and the other really thing, important thing about this is if we coming back to the sense of identity or sense of like value in the world, we're told that, you know, you do all these things and you're considered a good person, but that's not really why we're here. Like we've talked about, we're not here to just get things done. We're here to experience life. And if you're not paying attention, 
no, the details of that life do not matter. doesn't matter if you spend every day doing laundry or all day, or you spend every day sitting on the beach all day. Does the, the action is not as important as who you're being in the action, because we're here to be, we have our, like the fullest life experience comes through being present with who we're being in a day. So being joyful, doing the dishes, being, or being angry, doing the dishes, like you create your life, your whole life on a whole bunch of being moments put together. Yeah. That's so well said. Like it's a lot. It's like, it's a huge question. It's like a lot in one thing I know. So, but it sounds like what you're saying is it's your life. Get in it. Yeah. Be in your life, be present with your life instead of just going through those motions and you get to choose. We like, this is one of those parts. Like we can wake up and we can choose to think, oh my God, I have to do this, 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 or we can wake up and we think we can at least take five minutes and think to ourselves, oh, I really like this about my, I like my life. I like who I'm being in this way. Like there, maybe there'll be an opportunity for joy today. Like there's so many parts that we can choose that we just don't. Mm -hmm. And, and each one of those choices leads you to that very, like more of more of your truth of your life. And that's where the fulfillment comes from knowing you're living life, your life in alignment with who you want to be and who you are. That's what that place of fulfillment comes from or that experience of fulfillment comes from. I agree a million percent. Yeah. And I realize we've gotten this far in the conversation and I never asked you how you define manifestation. And I feel like that's a really important piece of this puzzle. So what's your definition of manifest or manifestation? I mean, I guess I would just describe it as energy turning to physical, Mm. you know, like, or non-physical energy turning to physical. And there's a whole process of that, right? Like a thought is a manifestation. It's a, and it's an energy form, an idea, a feeling, an emotion, and then ultimate, then eventually it turns into physical, but I believe we are manifesting like every second of every day. Like we're the translators of vibration to form. So we are manifestors no matter what. It's just, are you aware of it? Yeah. And how much are you trying to control the process? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's natural. That reminds me, I've been asked a few times, what are you trying to manifest? Me right now? Well, I've been asked that and I never really like... I'm like, I'm just trying to do my best to stay in alignment or like every time I fall out of alignment, just trying to come on back. How, yeah. how do you answer that question? Well, right firstly, now? I would say I don't try to manifest. I manifest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but let's see right now, coming back to what I was saying, I was excited about, I am manifesting this, a more presence in my life, like a state of being where it's, it's purely unconditional. And I'm not like, I feel really good. And I'm not saying this is something you should strive for or anything, but I like not wanting, like, I really like this place I am where I don't, there's nothing I want. It was very hard to buy for me at Christmas. Cause I'm like, um, and they're, um, not seeking, not striving, but actually like being more present here and feeling the fulfillment of everything I want, like right now. Mm. 
Yeah. That's delicious. Yeah. I got a couple Which is alignment. That's alignment. That is alignment. It's being right here. Yeah. Um, a couple more questions. This is gonna be the first episode of 2022. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. So without like making this hard at all, just like what comes up for you as your what's your biggest takeaway from 2021 for you personally? Oh, um, I haven't even thought about this yet. My biggest takeaway from 2021 is it's probably again, uh, and this is not the first time I learned this, but it's okay to feel like, like you have to feel your emotions. It's something like we teach all the time, but there's nothing wrong when you're feeling emotions. But it's such an important part because there was, there's sometimes I used to just still, still judge it. Like when I'm off, it was, it's been such a challenge to really, truly know that this is good and this is right. And so I think I made a huge jump in actually like learned, grew a lot in 2021. And I said that to my husband the other day and he was like, yeah. And in a playful way, he was like, yeah, you grew a lot the year before too. (laughs) I'm like, okay, good to know. <laughs> good to know someone's watching. Yeah, so many matters. You. Yeah. But yeah, I think just like really being peaceful about the process. And like it's just, it's that judgment piece of like not judging where I am mm. on the path. That yeah. was like when I I really like learned that through experience. I think 2021 for a lot of us was. It, certainly for me, yeah. taking things that I knew intellectually and really embodying them. Cool. Cause did you have more space to do that in your life or I ended up like through the grief process, you know, that brought me into like a right here, right now, and then nothing yeah. else matters. So that did create space. Cool. Yeah. That was, thank you for helping me see that right now. Yeah. <laughs> So looking ahead to 2022, do you, do you tend to choose a word for the year? Do you have an intention? Do you have a hope for the year or do you have like a wish for everyone else for 2022? You know, my word and my wish is actually the same and my word is light. And it's like this inner being light, like shining, like being the light, shining the light. And that's what I wish for everyone too. Mm. That is beautiful. Thank you. you I have no idea. I know nothing about 2022. (laughs) Um, I feel it's going to be magic. Like that's what it feels like to me. uh, I mean, I really feel like good goodness is coming. I recently heard a podcast that said that 2021 was filled with explosions and it was like kind of taking a a drawer and dumping everything out. And then you're like walking through the rubble kind of like, okay what's yeah. going on here in 2022 everything is going to be like put in its place nice and comfy and I grounded really feeling think, yeah like I really like to stay connected to that like life doesn't change like life doesn't make our experience what it is we make our experience mm-hmm. so when we're thinking about what's coming up for 2022 thinking about who are you what are you who are you going to be who are you going to be and let, let whatever that is come out from you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I'm going to continue to do in 2022 is allow myself to be shaped into the person that I am meant to be. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Maybe allows your word. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I, the the last time I had a word, I really, truly knew. Well, it's interesting. The last one I remember. Okay. First there was sparkle and that was like, oh, I can be the person who is, I used to think like, oh, all these other people are the ones who are good at things. Mm-hmm. And they're the, like, they're the pretty ones. And like, they're the ones that are in front and like on top of the podium. And then I was like, no, oh, yeah, I get to do that too. Yeah. Um, and then the year that we were traveling in the camper, then my word was adventure. Yeah. But since then, I don't remember, like, that's all a while back. And I don't remember the words I've said. And I know in 2021, I I didn't come up with one, but it would have been soften. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that. Which is the same as allow for me. Yeah. Yeah. Very same feeling. There's yeah. like such a nice, pure vibration about that. Mm-hmm. It's a oh, soften. Yeah. Soften like the, just the shoulders keep coming down. No, not hard on yourself, being mm-hmm. kind to yourself, being easy, be open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell, that's the manifesting key right there. Mm. Just allowing. <laughs> allowing. Yeah. Jenny, is there, are there any last words of wisdom that you would like to share with our audience? It's just whatever you want. You can, you can have it. You can be it. It's all there for you. Boom. Boom. (laughs) Where can people find you and work with you and all the things? Yeah. It's really easy. Just my name, G I N N Y G A N E.com. I'm on Instagram. If you reach out and send a message, say you heard me on Kelsey's podcast and I will respond and say, hi, I like, I just love connecting. So yeah, whatever. And, and you have a podcast too, right? Yes. Manifest it now. It's on all your, um, wherever you listen to podcasts and we're just launching a new season. It's all on money starting January 1st. So probably around the same time this is coming out, we're going to do 13 episodes all on manifesting money. Maybe that's why it's the money questions that were coming out uh-huh. on your mind. Well, thank you <laughs> so much, Jenny. This has been so fun. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. And if you did, please share it with other people you think might be interested in it. And please subscribe if you haven't already. And of course, also please leave a five-star rating and a review on Apple podcasts and Spotify. Thank you so much. And don't forget, you can find out everything you need to know at my website, KelseyAbbott.com. You can sign up for the newsletter there. And if you have a question for me, always feel free to email me at Kelsey at KelseyAbbott.com. I love you. Go live your life, live your wellness, go forth and be awesome.